This is Jake Rohn, host of DX Live. Yo, what up? This is Easy, EasyStreet.com, Complex, all that good stuff, Los Angeles. And you're listening to Dimples Radio. You're. Hi. Hey. <laughs> we are live. All right, so welcome to Dimples Radio. I'm interviewing Jake Rohn today. Who is um, watching me nearly break two of my cameras? Yo, it's, it's lit. <laughs> it's lit in the studio, literally and figuratively. Yes, break. Let me break two of my cameras nearly <laughs> at this point. Um, he'd replace the second one though, because he's amazing, right, Jake? Yeah, we breaking shit. Yeah, pretty much throwing waters. Throwing waters. Take that. Take that. Have you been watching Diddy's Insta story this week? Man, uh, I I saw the one. I saw the one where. Um, what was he doing? It was, a, it was the Monday motivation, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's in the light. You know what's so funny? This is this is how you know you got too much money. Um, Diddy's in LA this week showing up at the Revolt offices because Revolt has been hiring a whole bunch of people, you know, like they're trying to like save their company, which is amazing. Um, and you could tell Diddy never in the office because he got there the first day. He's like, So this lady, um, who's my CMO is going to show me where my office is. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you don't even know where your office is. Oh, in your I own building. It. I love it. In your own building. And at the end of the day, he's like, so, um, can I go now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Diddy did, did it. I, I, need, I need that kind of money to where I'm like, this is my building. Yeah. You all work for me, but I've never stepped foot in this. But can we can we give him credit that he really hasn't changed? That's like what 1997 Diddy would have done yeah. as well. I he has kept it. it very consistent. But that's like, I think that's what we all want. We all want that long career. Oh, yeah. Like, we want that long career. Yeah, to do what you want. You know? Yes, to do what mm-hmm. you want on the terms that you want. Um, before Diddy was calling himself an executive producer, I'm going to be very real with you. I didn't know what those things did. Yeah. Or in the words of Suge Knight, executive producer. Executive. Those that want don't want the executive producer all in the video. Yeah, I mean, but you know, who, like, do we have any executive producers aside from Khaled that are all up in the videos now? Man, it's so funny. I was just wondering, what happened to DJ Clue? Remember, it used to be Dude. about Clue, and he would, he, would, he would do the shouting, but... What's the last thing Clue did? Is Clue on hiatus? Probably something that everyone in New York swears is underrated. Mm-hmm. That featured Papoose and Red Cafe you were throwing and a so host much of other rappers right that are the best rapper ever that won't leave New York. You are throwing so much shade <laughs> right now. It's all love. Look, it's a great place to be local. J- Jake does not like you. <laughs> Jake does not like no, you. No, He's not throwing true. so much shade. No. He, I, just, he just, how you going, you know what, I'm going to say this. The problem with New York rappers is, one, they don't know when to quit. Two, not all of them are actually good at rapping. And then three, some of them have better skill sets. So, like, someone like Papoose. Although we all fell in love with, like, Alphabet Alphabet Slaughter or whatever the hell it was called, right? Yep. Um, We all fell in love with that. Man, this man can spit. He's a much better manager. Look at what he's done with Remy's career. Oh, my God. He's great. He's great. And I saw them, you know, you and I both do kind of very similar Carpet events, right? Of course. I saw Remy with Fat Joe, and Papoose was with them, and he didn't say a word. He stayed in the. He played the background. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very, very attentive. Mm-hmm. Looked like everything was great. You know, said what's up to him. Honestly, half the media there didn't even. No, I don't want to say they didn't know who he was, no, they but they didn't acknowledge. Him. Like everybody always knows it's him, but like they just, you know. Yeah. He plays the manager role. You know who else plays the manager role really well? Hmm. 
Busta Rhymes. Really? Tell me more. Look, take a prime look at OG Genesis. OT Genesis. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's all him. That's all Busta. Now, yeah, but OT is a OT is an interesting one. He's mm. he's got hit singles, and yet somehow, I'm not sure of his future. I personally love him. I've seen him come out at Snoop shows. I've mm-hmm. seen him come out at the Games show, and that he got more. The whole place exploded more than any single song that that artist actually sang that or performed that night. Right. It was insane. Yeah. That dude's got energy for days. He oddly was picked to open up the Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, L.A. press we conference. We're going to talk about that, first of all. Oh, please. We're going to talk about that, first of all. Let me tell you how fancy Jake is. So, I <laughs> I only get invited to hip-hop events. You know, they're like, hey, it's an urban event. You look pretty urban. Um, come to our event, right? You do look very urban. I do look pretty urban. You know, I'm be real. Um, you know, I'm African, so you know, I look really, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, so you know, I get invited to the urban stuff. I don't even get invited. Look, I'm on the Nike event list. I don't get invited to the non-urban Nike events. I, just I don't get even Im- get invited to the urban ones. Look, look, I only get invited to the <laughs> urban stuff. Oh, Cortez rollout. Yeah, you in there? Um, you know, I don't oh. get invited to K Swiss events. So. I, you know, the shoe, I'm, the shoe companies. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real. K Swiss didn't invite me, but um, I was complaining and they sent me a shoe. So, you know. yo, just <laughs> off the air. I'm gonna need that email address. <laughs> Customer got, got service you, got at. You. <laughs> got you. Um. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, no, no, no. So like, I get invited to urban stuff. This man over here, <laughs> a hip hop DX writer, gets invited to a Conor McGregor event now this is preceding the fight with floyd mayweather so how much did hold on how much did conor mcgregor take home to the bank after after he lost at on that night my understanding is the there was a hundred million dollars split half between him and the ufc okay so 50 would be my guess now if you look at the residual more endorsements more everything mcgregor entertainment i saw that on the banner i caught that yeah so i think overall this is going to be a over 100 million dollar like wave see but here's the thing i didn't get invited to that event (laughs) i didn't i wasn't invited you know what I mean? Which like, is shocking because Mayweather, Mayweather, you know, Mayweather don't change. Mayweather don't like me. I'm not gossip enough. You know what I mean? Like he got he gonna come in here. You know what I'm gonna ask him when he comes in here? Uh, yeah. Can you read this? No, 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 I'm no. Gonna... I'm not gonna ask him nothing about literature. You rude. Like he's talking shit. Damn, I really am throwing a lot of shade today, and I don't mean to. I actually enjoy all these people. I actually rude. enjoy all these people. But like, I'm not gonna ask him to read. I'm not gonna ask him to read. I'm gonna ask him to give me a rundown of every woman he pulled away from somebody else who had a better literacy set because he got a list. I know he got a list. Every woman he pulled away from somebody who was like, had a better literacy set. And I could tell you two right now. Okay. I could tell you, uh, was it tiny and a princess Ray J's girl? Uh Aha. Right. That's two. I know. Now on the other side of that would be Chantel Jackson going, taking a, going on down the road to Nellyville, which is sad. No, they seem I mean, happy. You know what? I, I take that back. If Nelly's happy, I'm I'm gonna be real with you. Nelly was fine back in the day. Nelly the, is with, a very good looking gentleman. Yes. With the, with the got milk ads. Do you remember those in the band yes. aid? The band aid. One of the His, most why is this happening moments in hip hop that just like you're like okay he'll stop no and then like a year later you're like he's still wearing the he's band-aid. still wearing the minute. But wasn't it because it was like for his brother who was in jail? 
Did his brother ever That's get out of jail? Thing. Well, he's not wearing the bandit anymore. So I'm assuming he got out. We're adults now, so. But he was an adult <laughs> then. Kinda. When Nellyville came out, like Nelly was what, 20, 29? Like, bro wasn't young. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. You, you're grown. God, I forgot about the band aid <laughs> until just now. Unbelievable. <clears throat> Jake's going to go write a mean article about Nelly. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, I'm a nice person. I just can't, I just came he, back. From Canada, so I feel like which I should is, be even nicer. Which is where the nicest people are. This American angst is just—it's just come right me, back. Let me check. Me. Are you from Canada? No, my parents moved there about six, seven years ago from Indiana. Okay, originally, it's—it's it's kind of an odd thing. So, I mean, uh, do they like Canada? Love Canada. Love they love Canada. I love Canada too. I must say. Okay. And it's not just that French fried gravy combo, which I overindulged in while I was are there. Are you talking about poutine? Poutine, baby. Okay. I was like, what? French fries are great. You eat poutine, oh, yeah. baby. What's that? Look, oh, yeah. there's a spot downtown. Um, and I got to think of the name. No, it's called Bodmash, right? Okay. And they got that enunciation. Bodmash. That's literally the, the spot. And um, they have poutine there. And it'll blow your mind because really? it's legit. Like these, these, um, I have a question. Before I finish the statement, because <laughs> I want to make sure I'm a PC right now. What do you call somebody from India? Indian. Do you really? Yeah. Are, they, are they actually Indian? Uh, I think I feel like it, this is a trap, but uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, so if they're actually Indian, you have these two Indian guys who opened up this restaurant in downtown LA called Badmash. Okay, and they're from Toronto, but they're also from India, so they're poutine. Is like the Toronto staple with an Indian infusion. Oh my God. So it's fire. Yeah. So I was like, before I say all of that, let me make sure I'm not like no, oh no, being it's like Indian. super racist. Um, actually, speaking of super racist, I was at 7 Eleven the other day. Mm-hmm. And um, in India, there are certain people who are Punjabi, which is a, a, a sect of people in India. Like the, uh, the, like the language. Punjabi MC. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Um, and this, this dude, he owns this, you know, not to be stereotypical, he was a 7-Eleven. He was just chilling there with his brother. They were just talking in their language, right? And then this random, um, sorry, white guy walks in. He's like, hey, what language is that? And this guy's like, oh, Punjabi. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he do says a word in Arabic. And the guy's looking at him like, what? And the white dude's like, you don't know your own language? Like, <laughs> bro you realize this is like two different countries if i had to put a title on this year um starting it yeah starting 2017 i would call it setting us back if i had to just just we we are just we are just setting us back and i say we i always like to say well i'm jewish so Mm -hmm. in the eyes of the the alt-right i'm not white but i'll tell you i'm like blade because i'm those that can't see me, I'm, I have blonde hair and green eyes, so you no one not, no one has ever looked at me and on, said you're Jewish. All, first of all, your mm-hmm. eyes are not green. I'm, Ish. Look, I'm looking at your face right now. How are you just going to tell a lie? <laughs> your face. You My got, eyes are light-skinned in some way. Hair. I don't know. I don't have red hair. You're a redhead. That has never been said. You're not a redhead? The studio, the studio <laughs> lights are red. You're a redhead right now. <laughs> Okay, uh, maybe that's maybe, maybe it's the studio lights that are messing with me. But so I'm my like, eyes and hair are red. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, so I'm like the the blade of Jews. Okay. Because people they call me know. Daywalker. Okay, Daywalker. Yeah. It's, nobody calls you that, huh? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Um, <laughs> I'm like, no disrespect, but that yeah. did not sound like a very Jewish name. Um, Jew- uh, no, no, my last name, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, Your I'm last name. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, cool. All right, cool. I'm just checking. But I'm anyway, so that's the funny thing to me is people always go, so white people, so no offense, and I'm like, Bro, it's okay. Yo, because they're not fucking with you either. All good. Like, really, yeah. honestly, yeah. it's okay though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna be real though. Uh, shout out to our Jewish homies, because uh, what was the thing that happened? The last black person that was killed, I seen mad Jewish homies like, yo, y'all gotta check, y'all gotta cut this out. Yeah, I think we're we're we like tend to we tend to embrace everybody the same. I think I'm yeah. not terribly religious, so I can't. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sure. Look, you got to learn Hebrew, bro, because you got to teach to me. Yo, I knew he, like, I swear to God, I actually went to a conservative Jewish preschool <laughs> because they had full day preschool and kindergarten. So it was almost like my my parents did that almost more like for babysitting than for whatever. Mm-hmm. And I started getting really religious and it freaked my parents out. So, so they like, pulled me out. But I had like the sideburns. I wore my yarmulke everywhere. No way. Yeah, it was. Yo, you got pictures? It was lit. I do. Okay. I do. I need to. I need to see. Pictures. It might take a, a little while to find it, so I'm, I'm gonna keep talking while I look for it. Okay. Uh, investigate, gonna... and I'll tell you the best part about the picture that I do have, mm-hmm. if I can find it. Mm-hmm. The shirt that I so as a child, my pa- my wonderful parents, um, our Rodeo Drive as a kid was Kmart. That was where all of our latest fashions came from. Look, dog. Yo. Yo, hold up. Have you ever Not taken a, a Sears portrait? No. Oh my god. Can't say it, I have. Oh my god. Maybe that was just a black thing. <laughs> like a Sears portraits on Sundays. Se- Sears? Every Sunday. Look. Okay. Yes. What's up? <laughs> I don't know where we were taking the pictures to, but <laughs> I want that to become a new thing in uh, in hip hop. Actually, Sears portraits. Hell yeah. That would be so fire. And you know what it was? It was always like that one pose where you put the hand on top of the other hand, on top of the shoulder. So it was like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh man, oh man, that's so funny. Okay, so I got a question. Anything. What is the wildest news story you've covered this year? The what? Oh boy. Okay, the wildest news story. Well, let for let's let's go over some options here. Okay. The wildest news story. Did somebody beat somebody up? Can we can we do one of those? Did somebody beat somebody up? Who beat who up this year? I don't know. Um, wasn't Soldier Boy supposed to fight somebody? Um, Chris Brown. Was yes. To, was to oh fight yes, Brown? yes. Soldier Boy, Chris Brown. Oh, I did interview Adrian Broner. Speaking of boxing, Adrian the Problem, which is what I, if I had to put a title on interviewing Adrian Broner, it would be the Problem. So he certainly lived up to his nickname. Uh, absolutely one of the more uncomfortable. Not uncomfortable, like, it, just in the way that it's like, dude, I'd rather you just say, I don't feel like talking today. No. Than to Wait, hold on, question, question, though. So he just had, like, an attitude with you? Yeah, it was just very, I've had some interesting ones, and it wasn't controversial, it wasn't, you know, anything, it just wasn't, I, I just was trying my best to throw up lobs, alley-oops for him to say something, at all interesting, mm-hmm. and it just it just wasn't happening. And he was just a boring guy. But he had a ter- his beard was 
terrific and shining that day. <laughs> so if I'm going to, you know, I'm trying to stay positive. Would, speaking about beards, are beards important to white people? Are beards important to white beards are beards are somewhat polarizing to white people. Really? What I would say is a beard has more recently become quasi aligned with political beliefs and parties. Now the facial facial hair in general, if I just show you pictures of dudes with facial hair, I'll bet you could pick out with eighty percent deadly accuracy where in LA they live. And a lot of them, you'd see the twist of mustache, and you'd be like. Silver Lake, yo. Gotcha. Silver Lake, Los Feliz. Silver Lake, everybody looks like a hipster. That's like sure. the thing. But most people that wear, if you see someone wearing a uh, sweater like the one that I have on today, coincidentally, mm-hmm. and uh, no beard, like, I look, could tell he you. looks like a Tommy Hilfiger ad. Then they definitely, hey. they donated money to the Mitt Romney campaign. Yeah, this is true. Hi, go ahead and hop on in. Um, we're recording live. So put on your, your, your headset. As he gets in, we just had another additional guest. His name is Easy. Um, they can't hear you. Okay. Um, try again. Hello. Hello. Can you hear you? <laughs> Hello. Hi. E, me, Jake. Jake, me, E. What's up, sir? Welcome, welcome. This is, you know what? This is how you know you have good friends. So let me tell y'all what happened. Okay? So I was supposed to interview somebody who uh, is huge about Bali flower today. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, Bali flower, you get the reference? Yeah. Yeah, I just did. I okay. think I just did. Pot? Yeah, with a Brock pot. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Wait, but, is the second C acceptable? It's no. Only f- you said a Brock pot. Wouldn't it be uh, like a, a Brock? Bob? You can't. You you can't use it as the first letter. You can't use it. Right. You can't. But the the second the second one in the word. Yeah, once that's out of the way. Are, are you giving me like okay? So question. So instead of saying. Church's chicken. Church's bacon. Birch's bacon. Uh, That's what you're saying, I gotta I say. I love that. Okay. I'm about this life. Look, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to stop. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, ooh. I was, I was who? born and I don't who? need Yeah, now. no, no. He don't need, and then he's also wearing, like, an alternative color. So, so um. Now you trying to get me caught up. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, so I'm supposed to be interviewing somebody, and then they wound up getting stuck in New York. Um, so I hit up my friends and I was like, hey, friends, I love you both. Want to come through the studio? And he was like, yeah, but I'll be late. And I was like, yeah, typical black person. Wow. Um, nothing to do with that. Oh, I know. I'm messing with you. <laughs> and then cool. Jake's, Jake's like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Then he's like, no, I'm going to be there. And he shows up 30 minutes early. Punctual. Uh, punctual. You know, white people. Like, white people, you know exactly where this yeah. is going. Uh, um, people. Yeah, so it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, okay, cool. So now I got I got both both ends, and both of you guys are, like, super creative and in the industry. And, um, yes, pause for the cause. Uh, Jake, did you drive a GMC? No. Okay, then we get uh, it's not your car. They about Roberts. to tell somebody. Mm-mm, I came in the Uber. Oh, me too. I'm in the Uber. Like. Can we live stream them towing someone and just that commentate would, on it? That'd be fantastic. That'd be pretty lit. That would be pretty rude. I'm gonna be real because I got. I, look, I let me tell you about my car issues. My car overheated today. You know what? We were friends no, up until friends. up until two seconds ago. He oh. just shaded my entire life. No, we can't all live in South no, Bay, young man. I don't. But we, we can't all live in Boulder City. I, I 
never lived in Bulver Bitty. Bulver Bitty, <laughs> yo, that was a test. That was a, <laughs> outstanding. I actually, never lived there. Um, we can't all live with <laughs> Silver Lake. I spent some time in Culver City, but I've never been to Bulver Bitty. Okay. <laughs> I can't say I have any friends there. Yeah, I don't know. This sounds like a wax city to live in. I'm gonna be real with yeah. you. Yeah. Okay, so but a two bedroom still probably like twenty two fifty. Two bedroom, I'm sure. no, two bedrooms, clearly three thousand. What she, what she talking about? You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, walking distance <sighs> is this one restaurant where a crouton is ten dollars. <laughs> gluten free. Gluten free crouton. Yeah, so it's worth it. Facts, super facts. Okay, so I know you guys have been paying attention to the news, right? Always. Have y'all seen what's going on with Jamel Hill? I really oh, yeah. tried to ignore the news for the last couple months. Like I, no, listen, listen. Keep my ear to it. I okay. See it, but it's just so much to digest that disgusts me. Okay. That I've had to, but, but Jamel, you know what's going on with her? Yeah, I, do. I usually disagree with everything she ever says, but yesterday she was on point. Yeah. Right. She gets the high five from me, the back pat, whatever. My whole thing was, I was like, look, girl, I don't know why, but I've never paid attention to you before, but I rock with you now. So, yeah, th- that kind of brings up something interesting as well. We were talking about this earlier. So, you know, we do we do like a, a stream on, on DX, and we were talking about Nas, mm-hmm. the Untitled album. Okay. Now, you know what he was going to name it. I won't yeah, say, of course. I won't say that. Uh, yeah, no, because they will shoot you. But, uh, <laughs> but I thought... I thought it was interesting that he like succumbed to the label and didn't do that. And we were discussing it and they're like, Oh, well Walmart wouldn't have carried it. Best Buy wouldn't have carried it. And I, first of all, I'm like, well, how much money does an artist actually make off an album? Even, you know, in what, 2009, 10, not much. So the free press you would have gotten from that, you could have sold that out of your trunk. I feel like he got the same amount of press regardless. Because they were the mandate was on the marketing end. The mandate was it's like this is your album title. Yeah, we can't sell this. You got to change the name. And he's like, I'm not going to. So the label put left it untitled, and that's why it wound up being that. But album. he didn't really I throw. Think it was a bad, but I think it was a bad time for him. Like where music was, I don't think Nas was in a position to just be like, I'm gonna do this on my own. Just put it out. Like, the record industry was, like... On Wasn't the, profitable like at that point. Like, it was like, I'm holding on. Like, we think it's going to work. And I think he was in a position where it was like, okay, if something has to get sold, it got to get sold. But the, but that's the thing. Again, with albums, if you look at the money that he would have lost, even by not putting that album out, look, it wasn't his record. It's not Rockefeller Records. He's Jay-Z. The, money, the amount of money an artist <clears throat> makes off of just an album that comes out on a major... You could go gold and make five figures. That's the typical artist deal. So you take the press he would have gotten for saying, I'm not releasing this album since they're not doing that. And you put that money towards more people showing up at his concerts, mm-hmm. more exposure for him, which he needs because he's never really been a in the spotlight guy. This is all hindsight 2020. I'm just saying. I, I also think we're underestimating Nas's like, not- commercial success. I don't. It's not a Jay Z success, but Nas has made enough moves and has had enough. Like his recording contract as a debut artist was better than a lot of rappers. No, a hundred. I I agree with and that. And I just think he was in the like he was just at Def Jam. The last album didn't do what it was supposed to. Like Jeezy was out here throwing jabs at him because he was selling more records, and then they had to squash that and got cool. And yeah. I just think he was in a weird position where it was like. 
all right, I won't fight it. Like, you know what it's about. You know what it's about. My whole <laughs> thing, my, my thing I think with... Nas today, if he wanted to do that album, could do it. Differently. Life is good? Well, yeah. Or, no, no, no I'm saying, like, if he wanted to do the nigger album. Yeah. I think he could definitely just drop that and it would have done... It would do crazy now simply because of the racial climate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And right now we're at a point where... Um, Scandal sells and controversy sells. Oh, yeah. And I Cabernet. feel like that would capitalize him, catapult him into a conversation. But I do feel as though that's a conversation he can't afford to have right now simply because of his tech investment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's, and his tech liability he's because he's no, longer, he's no longer Nas the rapper we know and love. He's Nas the businessman. Yeah. yeah. And, and happy I, birthday, Nas. Very much. Right. Very and I, I think that's one of the things, like, as a huge Nas fan, mm-hmm. fanatic supporter. Mm-hmm. As I think what's been wrong with his career, if you had to say something was wrong, it's just always timing. It's really... What do you think he could have done better? Like, I felt no, life no, was no, good. I felt like life was like, good. Like, no, was no, good. Life is, no, life is good. No, this yeah. is what I'm saying. Like, we were having this conversation at Coachella, right? Okay. The way Nas came out Bochella? as a debut... No, I did not go to Coachella. <laughs> I was thinking it. If YG had been there, possibly Coachella. Okay. But we weren't there. Okay. We weren't there at all. Okay, okay, okay. So, as a Nas fan, like, we were talking about, like, when people give him all the flack about the song with Genuine, mm-hmm. right? The song actually wasn't whack. The problem is, we don't allow Nas to participate in that space. Jay-Z is allowed to do that. Whoever is, you get a Timberland beat, get an R&B singer. Yeah, and oh, cool. you feel like Jay-Z is allowed to diversify more right. than uh, and Nas And people were asking stuff like, yo, we want Nas to do more commercial records. And Nas gives you a commercial record and everybody's like, why is he doing commercial records? But my whole thing it's is kind of like, it's, it's, it's one of those things about being typecast, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be real with you. I don't expect to see Luke Cage do anything but Luke Cage from this point on. I don't expect I don't expect to rock him, the god MC, to do anything on over a uh, Mike Will Made It beat. Correct. I just I never want to hear that. Right. And unfortunately, but that's how he built his audience. And that's fine. But right. I'm saying I think that's I a feel lot like of his downfall. So like the time is like, yo, you're supposed to make a club record. Like he had a club record with Genuine and Destiny Child before they blew up. Yo, mm-hmm. and Lil John. He like, was on yeah. his Lil John record. Yeah, that's like, true. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But true. we all looked Heat. at him like, why? But you know what? But the thing we is? wanted him to do more, but then he did. And then Jay Z does more. And it's like, yo, this Jay Z's the greatest. Eight shit is always trash. I don't I'm care what anybody <laughs> says. She was trash. Oh, thank but you. the oh timing, God. the timing thank of you, it man. and everything was like, oh my God, it's Jay Z. He can't lose. If Nas had put out the same record, mm-hmm. we would have given him all help. But he could have said the Aisha, exact same verse. Aisha like the the is the, 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 you know <laughs> what it is? that has always propelled Jay-Z as it relates to Nas is where they set themselves as it relates to culture. So Nas has always been like the lyrical Bible. He's what we would attribute like the source awards. Like there are certain things that happen within our industry, within our culture that are the go-to standards. When it comes to lyricism, especially considering all the people Nas has ghostwritten for, Nas is just one of those people where it's like, I expect more of you. Now, where Jay-Z comes, right? Um, Businessman Jay-Z is new. And I say this because for so long, when it came to Rock Nation, Rockefeller Records, everybody attributed his business savvy to Dame. Fully. So if Jay is making H to the Izzo, you're like, yeah, that's cool, because Dame is going to handle business. Do what you want. Um, But now it's kind of like, okay, he he's stepping into a different lane and I feel as though Nas just didn't want it like that. I really just, you know what I mean? Like I feel also like me and my boys were talking about this. 
I feel Jay Z does a lot of the deals that are for the headline, and then he pulls. It's like a quick. It's a hustle. It's a flip. Like the Brooklyn Nets. Everything. The you, the the one twenty seventh of a percent. I'm gonna I'm, I'm be on the, uh, the headline. The headline is fire. The thing. But, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be real with you. I feel like the same thing's about to happen with Rock Nation. Let it be. Let me be the first person to say this, like on record. I feel like it's a pump and dump because they're signing people that they have no intention of developing, and they have talent that they haven't developed. And right now, I feel like they're just signing as many people as possible, raising equity, and they're gonna sell a share. And I feel like it's going to be one of two things. It's going to be either really genius or it's going to be a blow to the culture because people feel as though Rock Nation has the potential to be what Def Jam was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, just sure. nev- they just never capitalized on it. Right. You got Lenny S doing things, but what Lenny S is doing, the rest of them ain't doing because Lenny's not the only person who works at Rock. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. I'm excited to see when you sell this company because we know it's coming. You signed Van Jones and Angie Martinez, right? Angie's book came out. She went on a book tour. I have not heard from Angie, aside from her podcast on title. What else is Angie doing? She's probably mad about her portrayal in the Tupac movie. Why? Look, build a bridge to get over that. But you know what I mean? Like, she was there. She was there. But, my, but my whole thing was like, with Angie, why isn't she doing talk shows? At this point, I don't need to hear Angie on radio. What? You you OG. What you doing talking to artists for? Yeah. The Wendy Williams route. I like not even the Wendy Williams route, because Wendy Williams is trash. Love Wendy, <laughs> but she's trash. Yeah, she makes money though. Look, she makes money, but she panders to the lowest common denominator. That's literally True. her show. Have you ever have you ever watched the Wendy Williams show? Uh I have not a lot, but yes. Okay. Uh, have you watched yeah. it? Never will. No, amazing. So I watched it once because I wanted to watch because I've had clients go to the Wendy Williams show, first of all. Because um, it's a look and it's an audience. Amazing, right? But then um, I've watched it because I was like, at one point, I was like, yo, I want to know how this show goes. Because I see, like, the bits and pieces that hit Twitter when Wendy says something outrageous. But I'm like, how does this show go? She literally sits on the couch and she reads this, like, thing. She's like, and let me tell you, child. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? How, how you doing? Like, and I'm like, I'm sitting here. And I'm like, if I pulled out a pen and paper to take notes on what she said, hand to God, she didn't say one full sentence in like 10 minutes. Um, my take on from what I've seen of the show is she's a way for um, old, older, white suburban ladies to say, I like black people. I like Wendy Williams. <laughs> that's what they Ooh. that's what they feel a black woman is. That's accurate. I could so. I could see. I don't get into Wendy Williams for. Pretty much one reason alone. Mm-hmm. Um, my entire high school career was built around Tupac's life. So when, yeah, nah, when nah, they so got in the beef, when they got in the beef, there was there was quiet for her. What was what was the beef on? If like, uh, she said it's probably just something to get some radio ratings. Oh, I, and at the time, you know, Pac wasn't having it with people, especially if you're from New York. Not at that she, time. She uh, <laughs> she she made a joke about him getting raped yeah. in jail. Ooh, and he yeah. he wasn't. Too happy about no, that. No, no, that's not okay. Because yeah. I remember, like, here's the thing. my The first beef I remember Wendy had, because keep in mind, I'm an immigrant, so I came to this country at a certain point. So there's some stuff I just don't know. Um, yeah. You know, fully, like, I really just don't know. Um, but what I remember is her conversation with Whitney. That radio interview with Whitney, and she was talking about, Whitney, get some help. And Whitney was like, 
can I have receipts? Yeah, they were. Like, where are the receipts? <laughs> where are the receipts? Where are the receipts? She's like, because she was, she was, she's like, when are you buying drugs? Now, first of all, we all knew Whitney had her issues, had her issues, but it was one of those things where it's like Whitney's whole stance, and I go back and I listen to that interview now. When Whitney's whole stance is like, we're we're black, we're in this thing. There's very there's a finite number of us in this industry. You supposed to be building me up. So if you got an issue, where are my receipts? Bring my receipts. And I was like, yo, that's real. So that was when I caught a vibe and wasn't really rocking with her from then. That's Wendy, though. That's, that is, know, that is, it's never been a build for her. Yeah, which is sad. Okay. But but then it's like you look at somebody like Charlemagne who made the jump. Yo, XM needs to throw money at him right now because Howard Stern just keeps doing less and less shows, and he is holding <laughs> that network up, and they should throw money at Charlemagne. You think Charlemagne would do good at XM Radio? You think he wants to do radio? I don't know. You think I don't do, know what he, how he's I don't know how he's doing now. I'm saying do you from think, their standpoint. Do you think Breakfast Club is going to be around in a year? Uh, if it's not, it won't be because people don't like it or it fails. I feel like they got different things that they got to do, and at some point we're gonna get we're gonna get one of those. Um, you know how like Fresh Prince of Bel Air ended when it ended. They had the possibility of like a spinoff, or like right. Ashley in college or whatnot. But they're like, nah, we should just, just end it on a high note. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is going to happen. I feel like maybe like on the 31st of December, they'll be like, okay, well, there was the last Breakfast Club. <laughs> Good luck, guys. Uh, you something after that. You know? We had 17 people show up today because this is the last one. This is the, yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, they're all doing different things. Like, DJ Envy's going the EP route. He's putting out an album like Khaled. Um, Angela Yee is doing like the real estate thing. But sometimes I feel like Envy gets bored. Like, people forget he really came from the he came from the mix. I feel like... And I feel like you just get that itch sometimes. To just do just some stuff. Like, oh, they, they don't think that I still got my... Have you okay. heard the single, though? And no. Good. No. I don't listen to any of, pretty, any of those DJ singles. First of all, <laughs> I like how he shaded. He sh- That was shade, but it was <laughs> so eloquent. What do you mean? I like... I like That was so classy. Teach me how to shade like you. <laughs> wow. Now I feel like Wendy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> oh man no, no 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 he's like I don't listen to any of those DJs singles and I'm like I'm thinking about it that's a really weird concept though but no, like I guess cause I'm such a fan of that mixtape era like I don't want to hear DJ dramas radio attempts you know like I remember mm-hmm. the actual mixtapes like where everything was just raw and gritty yeah. and then you get on here and get a pop record I don't want that from just like you said with Nas. Like I don't want that from yeah. him. So like a lot of those times, I'm just like I get what the single is for, but mm-hmm. no, no, no. Like drama calls it like what street quality music two or whatever. And yeah, like, street. I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like it's two no more. It might be twenty three, yeah. but but I mean like as far as <laughs> no, as far also. as like the, okay. the album. Okay, got you, got you, got you, got you. So like I listened to it once. And the Wayne intro is the only thing I took away from the really? entire. And I have, I have friends on that one. Really? Like, yeah. You know, I was just like, mm. Question. Yes. How'd y'all feel about the new Meek Mill project or the latest one? Favorite uh, Meek Mill album yet. There's been a lot of good music coming out lately. But I, 2017's yo, been good. if you want How to you get in shape. I like it. I liked it better than the last one. But I still feel like I think Dream Chasers 2, the mixtape. Dream Chasers 2, the, the epi- mixtape like, like, is the, mix <laughs> the epitome. Because like, I... I listen to that. Cause here's the thing. I love Meek. I feel like Meek is gonna be just where he positioned himself after his relationship and the the Twitter shit. Like he's just always gonna be the underdog, like regardless of what he does. 
um, no matter what he tries to do to fix it. But in embracing that, I just feel like this album was cool, but like I need I need growth. I don't know. I li- I like this album a lot. Do and, you? And I think everyone's workout playlist should consist of every first track track from every Meek Mill project. That shit is hype. Facts. Hype. 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 Facts. Uh, no, I I liked it. I I think some of the problems. I don't even know if it's his problem. It's like one of those things. What's you, mis- What's wrong with Meek right now? Like, if you if there was voice. one piece of advice <laughs> that you could give him to like fix him, what would it be? Like, because I know what we're all sitting in this room and we all work in an in- industry, right? Editorial, like creative marketing, right? Like we all work in different aspects of the industry. What? How do we fix Meek? Well, what do you I'll let him start? Well, what do you what do you think? I actually because this is feel like this is his favorite Meek project. That's why I got I got to give it to him well, first. I like oh. the direction he's going. I actually right. feel like uh, as far as um, hip hop as an entirety has not allowed a lot of people to take L's and come back. Uh, speaking, we spoke of Nas to me. Stillmatic is the ultimate bounce back from. Mm-hmm. I think people at that time thought he was kind of done. Yeah, and to me, Meek Mill really. Kind of took a L as a whole, and he bounced back, and he's kind of he's getting back on track. I, I think he's in the he's heading in the right direction. Yeah, I I think it was very much a bounce back album. Like you Do you? Really? I think it's good. I just think Meek as a whole has to stop chasing the hit. But part mm. of you chasing the hit is you're signed to a label. Yeah, the label wants that. So if he thinks that if I do these songs with my friends, I do auto-tune and I throw some auto-tune on there and this might hit, there's a chance it might. But I think a lot of his biggest songs were Meek being Meek. Like, yeah. I'm a boss. I don't care. That's a Meek Mill That's record. a Meek record. That's you know definitely a Meek record. And that was Meek that being Meek. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he made a lot of money. He made a lot of money off that song. <laughs> I think the big thing for me from a marketing standpoint would be I need Meek to to take a moment like a month or two to to like one go create a go create a new sound for himself or find rediscover his true sound right but then two i need him to go refine his purpose cuz i feel like he lost his drive you know what i mean like when you look at like the transition from battle rap meek to the meek uh that we got in dream chasers 2 that was like a come up story that regardless of where you were, you could relate to. Cause I remember when Dream Tracers 2 dropped and we were seeing all those videos of him like on on the street, like rapping with the braids. And you like, even if you didn't like Meek, you watched those videos and you connected with that project because he gave you a piece of himself. And I don't feel like he did that with this most recent. So I feel like he, what he did was the same thing that that people do when they take organic chemistry. I went to college, you know. And, yeah, I went to college. Yeah, and I always throw that out there. In Ochem, in Ochem, um, you literally put a sequence of formulas together. You know, sometimes like two parts carbon, one part hydrogen, whatever, whatever right? And it's gonna give you what a bicarbonate at the end of the day, right? Cool. You know how it works. So I think he's going in the studio and he's doing what you're saying. He's like, I'm gonna grab Wale. I'm gonna grab Ross. I'm gonna throw this auto tune in here. That's my da 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 da, and it's gonna give me blah. The problem with that is that's just not how life works. That's not how people connect to you. And I feel like he doesn't know that. Or maybe he knows it and he's and trying to figure it out. Vision. It's tunnel vision for sure. Because I mean, the Nikki. So look, the Nikki relationship, 
put him on a different level of fame, meaning... I think it gave him celebrity that he wasn't abso- ready for. There you go. Absolutely. So you know what he should have done? 78 push-ups a day starting week one. Then he should have done 120 push-ups a day by week two. He should have got real chiseled and actually started to make himself a, a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. Do some... Since he's or, already... You know what he could have done? He could have been like Drake, drove up to Calabasas, got his abs etched by a surgeon. I mean... There's options. Could have done that. Could have done that. But on that, with that demographic, which moves the needle, buys things, if you're, but you have to have a you, look. You can expand your universe. And he had that. He had that moment where he could have done. And he's skinny. He's Euro fit. He could have done that too. He could. You know right what? He now he looked like he got a dad bod. I mean, I know he. Had yeah. A kid, skinny fat. Like that sneaker shopping thing we did with him. Like, yeah. He just looked like. Yeah, like, but you know what? Then he chased body. It, it, it looked look very awkward. He's young. But like, my whole thing is, him like a kid. That's his. That's his posture. Normally, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's this. That's his posture. I felt yeah. the same about Nas too. Since that's, we're talking about that. But you know what though, Nas. You know what Nas? Nas reminds me of, and maybe this is just a night. Nas reminds me of an old Nigerian man. <laughs> like <laughs> Nas, we all here. You see his birthday outfit? He wearing all blue with the blue shoes. He oh, dancing. He, he not even. He not even dancing on beat, but he don't care. No, no, he don't care. He was making out with Nikki in the back of the restaurant. He don't care. <laughs> Wins. Wins. Like you know That's, what I mean? That like, was a look. It was, like, was a, it was a look. He was like, Yo, it's my birthday. You know, Nigerians be like, it's my birthday. Like, you know, like, that'd be my ultimate credit to him. Yeah, like, he just he just don't care. Look, the ultimate credit to Nas, he is a, by most people's account, a top 10 all-time rapper, if not top five yeah. for most people. He is the only, whatever your top 10 list, whoever it is, he is the only one on it that did not change the culture one bit and mm-hmm. is still as relevant and is still on your top 10 list. Everybody else. You don't feel like Nas changed the culture? What's that? No. Okay. He's just a good ass rapper. Uh, you don't, you don't, you don't do feel it? like you nope. don't feel like one mic did that. Nope. Change the culture. You no. don't feel like one mic changed MC. the culture. I don't mean that as an insult, by the way. Eminem brought uh, horrorcore to the mainstream. Hold on, you talk about change the culture. And first person you name was Eminem. Your, your conversation null and void. How so? No, I'm starting with Eminem. <laughs> Jay Z made business I rap. I see where you're going. Jay Z made the the CEO rap a thing. Tupac was your Malcolm X, your revolutionary. Outcast or Andre 3000 if you just want to focus on him. Nah, you can't shave Big Boy on my show. I love Big Boy. Like, <laughs> I'm talking I'm talking to the listeners. Big Boy is equal to Andre in my opinion. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. Love love <laughs> Big Boy. But they look, they all shifted the paradigm a little bit. Nas is just a good ass rapper. I and know. I don't mean that as an insult. I think I think Nas for one made it where you couldn't be mentioned as elite if we can't refer to your debut album. There we go. If your debut album cannot be referred to, like, that that puts you in a different space. But that was later. No, 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 no. Illmatic, that, Illmatic, that was day, was platinum, Illmatic from day one was told y'all, yeah, yeah. this is the pen, this is it. This like, is, if you, you, if you can't even, start off yeah, this hard, even don't Biggie, come for breakfast. Yeah, even Biggie used to be like, yo, this, he said that was his competition. Like, like he looked at how Nas came out and was like, "Okay, shit." Yeah. I would like my shit can't fall short of that. There's a reason why we always reference reasonable doubt when it comes to Jay. You have well, something about your first project has to have some life to and it. And reasonable doubt was trash. No, I won't say it's trash. No. It was a hindsight project. Yeah, because it was not booming in the streets in '96. It, it was reasonable. That was trash. 
But it was, what I will say is I had I had it was to one come. of those projects when it was released, it wasn't a thing. And it was like it So took, was Illmatic. Hold on. No. It, no, 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 no. Illmatic was a thing. When did Illmatic go platinum? Illmatic was I don't know. Illmatic went gold out the gate though. Uh-huh. It went gold out the gate. It and there were did. there wasn't much platinum going on. Gold in ninety four, by the way, is not gold today. Just, but go- just to clarify. No, no, no. But here, gold today is totally different because we could talk streaming numbers all day. Yeah, we could talk streaming and yeah. how that how to inflate whatever all day. You know, as that doesn't mean money. As, as popular as ain't hard to tell is right. Yeah. Give me a radio record from Illmatic I that mean- went gold. The album went, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it was the essentially album was an underground, album. it was like a mainstream underground album. To clarify, I love the album. No, he doesn't. But <laughs> Jake, uh, to me, Jake, you can point to any, uh, any Jake a been number shady of. all day. He shaded know. Big Boy. He's shading Illmatic was such a cultural turner that people were disappointed with it was written. It was written as not a bad album. This, it was just true. Oh yeah. Well, but it'll, commercially it, it did better because Street oh, yeah. Dreams was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. And the song with Lauren Hill. Yeah. If I ruled the world. If I but people were world. genuinely like looking at the album like, I just wanted a little more. more. And I'm like, what's wrong with the album? The album's actually good. But Illmatic, you're yeah, like, like well, I guess it's not Illmatic. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And on top of that, I think Nas is way more responsible for bringing the whole like Italiano mob shit into hip hop. You Period. think you think that was Nas more than Jay? I thought Cool G the rap. Firm. Okay, the Firm. Let's okay. talk cool about let's talk about the first. videos where cool he was rap. doing the casino shit. Cool G Rap was yeah. an influence for Nas, but I'm like but Cool I'm G not... Rap wasn't as big as Nas. It's not okay. as big. as No, Nas no, no, is. definitely not. So definitely from not. there, that's what I'm like. From that aspect, I think he. And then you got to think Jay came along two years after mm-hmm. what Nas was already doing with that. It's true. So it's like Jay took that cue. And when you hear about the New York history, it's like, well, yeah. he was kind of like running under him and Biggie, and like those yeah. are like the people. So, yeah, you I can beat a person who makes it bigger, but that doesn't mean that you you were did the it. Who I mean, yeah, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna be real with you. The moment that I really, really appreciate a reasonable doubt was after I went back and watched The Sopranos from start to finish. I I agree with you on I didn't appreciate it until much much later. Yeah, yeah, but I think that was more an age thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then also, it's like I'm also the same age as Jay when he released it, so I get it. You know, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to sell uh, radio shows out my trunk right now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's up? Um, there was this. There was it's so funny because I know we were talking about numbers and things going platinum. There was this uh, report that came out where basically Lil Uzi's, uh, you know, the song "All My Friends Are Dead." Right, XO tour life, XO tour life, or whatever. Which the title, the, t- weird. the title don't make sense to me, but cool. You I know. know what, but he I'm, released it when he started the tour with. No, so it makes so, sense. It may, you know, like, I, he was living that life with the weekend. That's a new thing. Out here the popping drugs. Always... Yeah, you know, like, you're I, popping I, drugs. You're I, like, I'm showing my age because you know, uh, you know that Mary Mary song, "Take the Shackles Off My Feet <laughs> So I Can Dance." Wow. Guess what the title of the song was? Shackles. Shackles. You know what I mean, like. That makes so much sense Amazing. to me. Like, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> talking about that record, um, you know, it has 1.3 billion streams, and he only made 900 grand off of it. Yeah, that's a low. That's a low cut for someone not in the 360. Look, that's I. I streaming is a complete mystery to me. If you remember when Sony got hacked, <laughs> the Sony Studios, one of the things that came those out emails was emails were so. Those emails were so lit. juicy. Lit. So juicy. 
So many flame emojis. You you talking shade? Yo, the most interesting one to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Pharrell happy. When it came out, how much money he got paid from that? I forgot if it was fifteen hundred or fifteen thousand. But that song was the biggest record of like the second half of thirteen and fourteen for everyone. And that like when I saw that number, I was like, something's wrong with streaming. Something is wrong, or maybe something's wrong with my understanding. No, 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 no. He, the difference, and I wish that, I wish that uh that email because I know the email you're talking about. They said that Pharrell got paid fifteen grand for the song Happy to be placed in Despicable Me, <laughs> right? Um, but it doesn't include his mechanical royalties off of that movie. But that's all God for to be placed in that movie? That's, no. But there's... I mean, you got to think, too, Keanu Reeves took a trash, technically, deal for The Matrix and said, just give me the royalties off the merch and ended up cashing, cashing out more out. than Did anybody. Did he? he got a merch deal on Matrix? Yes. Yeah. So then it's one of those things where it's like, with Pharrell, we may look at it and be like, "Man, you only took fifteen grand for that." Well, I said, "I don't know. I no, just no, no, don't no. know." No, no, no. But like that particular, sh- I, I, I did. You know, I, my research. You know, I love Pharrell. Can't, can't have my man out here getting screwed. Just like hydrogen, I see. Um, you know hydro, what I mean? bicarbonate, <laughs> compounds. Your hyphenated words. <laughs> Yo, no, 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 no. But so at the like, same time, that same year, when Robin Thicke gets sued, and then all of a sudden it's like, "Well, we want six million because the song made." 15 million this song made 15 million so i'm like somewhere between what i thought was the 15,000 and 15 million i'm missing every i just don't you're, understand you're missing anything. something so like with the the pharrell joint and he getting that initial sum he got mechanical royalties off of the movie sales like the gross sales and then they sign him on some it's a stupid contract to produce um to basically be the musical director and producer for all of the sequels Ah. For all of the sequels. Uh-huh. Like, like Pharrell, look, he may not have invented Despicable Me, but he's making more <laughs> money than the bro that owes it. Yeah. That I promise you. Like, Pharrell's, Pharrell never has to, listen, Pharrell's great-grandkids mm-hmm. oh, yeah. never have to look at a book. Why? Because he will still be eating off of Despicable Me royalties. <laughs> Them joints was in McDonald's yeah. with the so- with the song he produced yeah. in a McDonald's commercial. Yeah. Yo, if you get a merch deal on those things, yeah. do you I, know I the, the summertime in Hollywood, you don't see kids without the big pillow uh, minions. Yeah. But it, it's crazy. It's one of those things like sometimes you just take the gamble. Yeah. You know, because let's say that song didn't do any of those kind of numbers. Because you don't know with soundtracks these days, it's really hard to tell. Like, are you really gonna have a big song off the mm-hmm. soundtrack? Like, what's a soundtrack? Right, <laughs> this is yeah, a, yeah. y'all so rude. No, but it's true. Like so back in shade. back in my day, like with soundtracks, because I'm old. Mm-hmm. Like I fool y'all and make you think I'm like 24. First of all, I like how you said <laughs> back in my day when his popping ass skin. What she use Neutrogena? Mm-hmm. Oil of Olay. Oh. No, <laughs> Not for free. Not for free. Ah, no free plugs. Don't be giving him that. The nah, shine for free. He got no wrinkles on his face. My mom used to use that like all her life. Uh-huh, I'm like, uh-huh, my uh-huh. mom still be out there looking like. Looking mad young yeah, and tenderoni. You know. Oh, okay. All right, okay. All right. Let's stop taking it back to Nas and Nikki. But um, what was I saying? Oh, soundtracks. Like back in the day, people used to really compete and want the best song 
because you wanted your single. You wanted the soundtrack single to be yours. Mm-hmm. Now, like, soundtrack's like, well, whatever you got, man, just send it over. Or, you know, whatever y'all didn't use on the album, just throw it in there. We'll see if it works. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Pharrell probably got it like, yo, this song could be the it. Super fire. Or it could be super not. But, yo, if you want to give me them royalties, yeah, that's because I know the movie's going to do well. Yeah. Even if the movie's going to do crazy. Right. So, movie's going to do super crazy. Um, okay, so I have this whole segment that I normally ask people Uh-oh. anytime they come visit, and I have to ask you guys, if I'm Joe the Rapper, because that's my name, I'm Joe, <laughs> and I'm a rapper. Like Joe the Plumber? Like Joe the Plumber. From the John McCain yeah, days? Yeah, 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 okay, yeah but, I'm Joe Joe, I'm, but I'm Joe the Rapper, right? And I rap, I work at Home Depot, that's my nine to five. You know, afterwards I go rap. You know, I only really got 100 followers on Twitter. But you know, I, I might get 101 if y'all like me. You know what I mean? Um, so as Joe the Rapper, what advice do you have for me, like, in trying to get into the industry and try, and trying to get a record? You know, I'm trying to be on, on, on Bombplex. I'm trying to be <laughs> on oh, Hip Hop DX. I'm I'll tell you a story about that afterwards. You know? <laughs> uh, 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 off, uh, you know. Off the record, uh, <laughs> but like, how do I how do I get? Because I'm like, you two are very two pivotal people, you know, and your opinion matters. So like, if I'm Joe the rapper and I'm listening to this, how do I get your attention, man? Aside tweeting my SoundCloud links at you, which never works because I never click the links, but you know. I think a lot of times it deals with just meeting and knowing the person, mm-hmm. like. I mean, you've seen, you hear that all the time, like when people, like artists talk about, well, nowadays you have to connect with the people. Mm -hmm. So I think on the business side, you have to do the same. Like a lot of businesses are built off of relationships. You know, like you and I can probably do some work together because we're friends now. You know what I mean? Now. I thought we were besties. Of course, but trying not to. (sighs) Okay. Oh, I'm still Joe the Rapper? Never mind. We are friends now. Yeah. (laughs) So then it's easier for you to connect with the person, see the vibe, and then when you know that, you can even give better advice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I meet someone, I'm like, yo, you're not a gangster, bro. Like, let's stop yo, the gangster rap. Life. You know what I'm saying? Because, and then, you know, that owes to the brand. Like, if you're not a gangster, I can see through that. Mm-hmm. And if I can, that means everyone else can. So they're like, oh, you're just trying to ride the wave. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot going on. It's saturated as hell. You know, so you got to really get to know people okay. and build from there. And at the same time, make sure it's quality. Because there's a lot of quality that gets overlooked and a lot of bullshit that flies because, well, that's the little homie artist and, like, if I don't do this. Y'all, let me just tell you right now, don't send me no music if you know me and we friends because if you <laughs> whack, I'm going to tell you. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. When you like, know, <laughs> like, you can you can also give that advice, too. Yeah. Where it's like, yo, this isn't going to work because that's not you or this doesn't even, this sounds like you reaching. So it's like you want to... Hitting me on Twitter being like, yo, fam, I got the hot fire. And it's like 18 of flame emojis like and a SoundCloud link. I'm like, bro, do I know you? <laughs> like, oh, you can't man. just. Or if me and you were having a conversation yeah. on Twitter or mm-hmm. he and I, and then you just jump in the middle of it like, hey, what's that? Here's my SoundCloud. Like, yo, yeah, yeah. like that happened the other day. Like, I think I was talking to Lo. I commented on something we talking about. Somebody just sent y'all a link. Because, like, we're heathens. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? So, like, we say are. a lot of crazy shit to mm, each other on Twitter. Mm. And then all of a sudden, Thanks it's like, hoes. yo, f- hold on. <laughs> Let me call low. <laughs> Shade. Shade. And then it's like, yo, fam, check it out. I'm not listening. Like, damn. 
I'm not even paying attention to that right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. like we were in a whole different mindset, and you came like. They're the new telemarketers. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. So, Jake, what's, what's what's your spiel, man? Man, well, first of all, I'm just gonna uh, pre- preemptively say the fan, the hip hop fan in me would slap the shit out of like the actual answer from a strategic standpoint that I give on this, but um, being positively memorable is almost the same value as being negatively memorable if Floyd May- Mayweather hasn't proven that. Okay. But whether you're memorable because you say something really funny, mm-hmm. uh, catchy, terrible, silly, you get, you got people running the gamut from Lil Yachty, 21 Savage. When I first heard 21 Savage, I, I thought, like, I thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. But... But now I like them. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but now I kind of I kind of dig them. So I, I say all that to say. Uh, so there's a rapper named Saw Baby. Pull up with a stick is his big song. Okay. Saw Baby was about to quit rapping and even talk about how he was suicidal. And one day he he just starts uh, he puts up a clip of Pull Up with a Stick on Instagram, and it just got sucked into the vacuum of their explore page. Mm-hmm. Completely took off, and all of a sudden he's in the machine. So uh, you I hate using this word. You are your brand. Um, and also, I would say, if you're a super lyrical, rapidy rap rapper, challenge yourself to do to become what you hate the most. Make one song with the most bullshit, catchy, make it funny. Say something where it's just catchy, just catchy. And then, look, Eminem made put out incredibly cornball singles to sell the album. Then you buy the album, and it's like 90% substantive lyrical material. I hate that Eminem Just sell has the been album. your point of reference for two years. He's points. a good reference from a First of all, Eminem, Eminem's on my list of artists that I would work with at this point. I got I got a list that I, you know, I, I've, I, Jay, um, Beyonce, obviously, because she's just a powerhouse, <laughs> has nothing to do with me being a stan, <laughs> be high. You know? Um, no, so Jay is one of them, top one. Second one is Questlove, but that's mm-hmm. like, you know, ask me about that in a couple months. Um, okay. You know, and then uh, the third one would definitely, definitely be M. Simply because, one, he's so reclusive. Right. And I feel as though with all that he does to the city of Detroit, he could just be somebody to like. I want to piggyback off of even what he said with challenging yourself. I think the other part about when you said you are your brand is mm-hmm. understanding your brand. Like, I get artists and stuff to ask me all the time, like, yo, how do I get placed? And, like, if you're the boom bat rapper stop submitting you. your shit to world star 100 you, you know what i mean like you have to understand that, what these okay. sites and Dude. stuff stand for okay players just, where you live yeah like you you know two dope boys those are my f- folks and they encompass a lot of different people so you can mm-hmm. send whatever but that doesn't, doesn't mean shape doesn't, will like you no that's it it doesn't guarantee anything but you have to know that like okay if I'm this type of rapper and this other dude in my crew or label sounds like this, we can all sin here. Mm-hmm. But if you're the street rapper, mm-hmm. go on Smash. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, go here. But know where you are because a lot of people don't. And they're just like, well, how come so-and-so hasn't posted me? I'm hot. And it's like, fam, mm. you looked at everyone else posted there. They don't sound like that. 100%. You're not going to get that look. Cool. And for me, giving Joe the rapper advice as somebody who lived in editorial and no longer lives... Well, I do live in editorial. I quit playing. I quit lying to myself. Um, stop sending me your music to blogs at this point. Um, build your fan base. Start doing shows. Open up for somebody. Build some fans. Get one fan, two fans. Ten fans that are willing to pay to buy your music. 
and then go from there. Yep. Because if you're hot, we will find you. Prime look is it's Tyler, the creator of our future. Nobody on the internet knew who them kids were. They blew up on Tumblr. Hand of God. And guess yeah. what? The day he, what was the song that he put out? Goblin? Yeah. yeah. Where he ate the cockroach? Yeah. That was the day every blog picked him up. Yeah. And we the thing post, was, we ain't posted him yeah. before. The thing was, he was doing crazier stuff before that. 100%. Where but, they were drinking bleach and yeah. tearing off their fingernails. But we had to go back. <laughs> Here's the thing right. we had to go back and find that in the archives. But the, the, the most intelligent thing that they did. <laughs> my answers in the background. Oh, yeah. She's Whole clutching her pearls. Like, oh. Clutching her pearls. Oh, pearl clutch. <laughs> the pearl clutch was. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, they man. did what? They, yeah, girl. Like, the big thing is just that my big thing is like, go build your fans because your fans are what matter. If you can get actual people to listen to your music like you stream it on Spotify, you know, for every thousand streams, that's what? 10 cents? I mean, that's 10 things you ain't have yesterday. Yep. Or you just got to... You better eat. Yeah. I mean, you just find the people who are loyal to what you do and whatever that is. Like, if you're a great performer, Mm -hmm. do a great show that people want to pay for. You know what I mean? Like, if you got a cool hat or logo, sell that hat. Or when I tell people, I tell them, it's like, look, if you got a million followers or you got a thousand and... If you only have a thousand, a thousand, those thousand will buy your three projects for ten dollars a pop all year. You are you winning? Keep going. You know what I mean? Because they'll keep putting the money in your pocket, and some song may take off, it may not. But if those thousand three times a year are gonna be like, yo, here's ten. Oh, and you got a show in my city. Here's fifty, twenty five, whatever it is. Five dollars, whatever. You're you don't need us. That's the thing. You know, be be comfortable and ditch the delusions of grandeur <laughs> all right so before we go before we go because we, we wrapping up oh okay who is an artist that you're listening to right now that you're like you guys should probably check this guy out what jake ain't jake first I, no, I've, been, I've been listening to a lot of stuff who's lately. who's number one right now like gun to your head who we listening to jake I mean, I, God, I really like that Uzi. He's a I really like Uzi. Excel to our life. That's his jam. All his friends are dead, and by that he means money. He's dope. But to me, Travis Scott is still the most. His ability to make you think Travis Scott melodies be and even make his verses catchy, I put against anyone in the entire music. You think industry, Travis Scott's gonna be around in the year? Yes, absolutely. Okay. All right. I'm not doubting you. I'm just asking. It's like I would say, out of like new. New people I'm listening to, mm-hmm. it stays in rotation between Davies, Black, and JID. Davies' project was actually fire. Yes, yeah. yes, it was. Harlem was winning because ASAP Ferg's was fucking fire too. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be real with you. As much as I love all the people Davies has featured on the project, he didn't need no features. No, no. I really wanted a maneuver version without French. Yeah, and and that like. was the big thing. It was like the songs that I connected with more had no feature on it, and yeah. I was like, so. They re-released that project with no features. I just had an odd future epiphany, by the way. What's up? Uh, are you you know are you familiar with uh, Rich Hilfiger, Tommy's yeah, yeah. son? Mm-hmm. I just realized that him and Earl Sweatshirt are like the same person, just a different race. If you look at them side by side, they are like identical. Yo, I feel like there's your wisdom for the day. <laughs> I feel like. Uh, <laughs> 
you guys gotta go at Jake Rowe. <laughs> at J-S-R-O-H-N. Look, cause uh, I-, I don't know if I can co-sign that. Wow. I Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll side-by-side it. I'm later. Side-by-side I'm later. it. Let me see. Let me by see. You got, you're gonna have to show me. You have to show me, um, but yeah, no. So if you got, if you want to follow these guys, where they, where can they find you? Well, on Twitter, his on Twitter it's easy though. No, it's, wrong. <laughs> easy though is Instagram. Oh, uh, mm. wow. Uh, we was besties, liar. I mean, you totally just disowned me. No, at least no, you didn't mention no. Eminem. Yeah, <laughs> I fucks. I fucks with Marshall. Okay, I fucks with Marshall. Um, easy though on. Instagram, easy on Twitter, spell E-A-Z-E-E. Okay, and what about you, Jake? I am at J-S-R-O-H-N on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat, where you probably won't find me. You really don't want to follow him on Snapchat. He's boring. <laughs> I promise you. I promise. I it's all... It's okay. You don't need one. It's all Eminem photos. You just need Insta stories. <laughs> That's Insta I'll be there. Hand to God, Insta stories is, is literally like the hood version of any app possible. They were like, yo, I'm gonna just jack you and wear your shit. <laughs> yeah. Strong arm. Amazing. I love it. Amazing. Thank you so much for pulling up, guys. I appreciate it. But of course. Thanks for having me.